Hey, Podcast Babe. Welcome to Season 8 of the Podcast Babes podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbabes.com. You can find everything there from our current pricing packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes. It's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hey, podcast babes. Welcome to a new episode of the Podcast Babes podcast. Today I'm here with Monica Allen. She is an entrepreneur and also the host of Become Your Own Boss, the podcast. And I'm really excited to have her here today to talk about podcasting, entrepreneurship, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we get to talk about that as well. Um, Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. So Monica, you're an entrepreneur, but you have several different businesses, right? Can you tell us more about about what you do? Yeah, sure. So my main business, I say main because this is what I spend most of my time doing, is I have a company called Zeus's Closet and we do decorated apparel. So we do all the things you can think of as far as embroidery, screen printing, direct to garment printing. And we do everything from like the little logos you may see on someone's polo shirt all the way to pictures of people on the back of jackets. We get into very complex artwork with our embroidery, and that's the fun stuff that we really like. My husband and I started the company together almost 20 years ago now, which is crazy. Wow. But he was an artist at college. He was an art major, and I was a business major. And when we met, we both just wanted to do something business-wise not necessarily together, but we ended up doing it together because it just worked out. I had that kind of business brain and he had that artistic brain. So we just put them together and created this business that's been going now. So it's good. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. And um, what about the podcast? When did you start Become Your Own Boss? So I started the podcast back in 2020. And interestingly enough, at the time, the name of the podcast was Stitched for Success. And it was a play on the fact that 90% of our business is embroidery. And of course, being in business, you know, I've gotten some bumps and bruises and some stitches along the way. So I called it Stitch for Success. But after about, I would say about a year of that name, I just didn't feel like it really resonated with the content I wanted to talk about. And so I decided to change the name to Become Your Own Boss, even though the content didn't shift a whole, whole lot. I felt like the name, the original name just didn't fit anymore because I really want to help people grow their businesses, be successful in business for the long term. And I've learned a lot that I want to share. And so that's what led to the podcast in 2020. I thought about it in 2019, but just told myself I didn't have time. And I feel like the universe, God, whatever you believe in, has jokes because then COVID happened and I had nothing but time. So I thought, this is the time for me to start this podcast. And so I kicked it off in April of 2020 and it's been going ever since. Yeah, awesome. And already really interesting that you mentioned that you changed the name. Uh, like what I hear from your story is that you started it and then you were really, it sounds like you were really open to hearing feedback and to hearing from your listeners what they wanted or what they were looking for, that you, that you were open to changing things, which 
I think is something that we can already take away. Like we're three minutes into this episode and we already have a first takeaway, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's Another true I think, for business, you know? I think that's true for yeah. business in general. You have to be willing to change because just like listeners, your customers are going to tell you things that they want and need or don't need. And it's important to listen to that because then you're going to serve them what it is that they need. That doesn't mean you do everything that they suggest, but if you hear the same pattern from a multiple number of people, then perhaps that's something you should consider in your business. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And how was that first, like first time when you started a podcast? How did you actually start it? <laughs> like you said that in 2019, you already thought about it, but then you, you put it off. You're like, no, not, not now, not now. Mm -hmm. And then in 2020, it was maybe perfect timing. Uh, but then what were the steps that you took to actually do it? So I will say I was not as prepared as I should have been, which I learned later. You know, I now that I'm into it and I listen to a lot of things around podcasting, you know, you should have a launch plan and you should have a few episodes already recorded. And I just didn't do that because I felt like if I overthink it, I wouldn't do it. And so for me, and that's kind of my personality. So I put it out there. I said, I'm going to have a plan. I had a plan for like my first five episodes. I had asked some people if they'd be a part of it. People I knew who were entrepreneurs. I'm in a world surrounded by entrepreneurs because my husband and I are in different organizations. So I had asked people, I have friends who own their own businesses. So I had already asked people to be a part of it. And I knew I had a plan, but I really did not. I had no idea. I just kind of jumped in. I did try to find the easiest possible ways. I didn't, I didn't get a whole bunch of equipment. Honestly, I, I'm still on Anchor. I know a lot of people talk down about that platform, or at least on Clubhouse they do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it works for me. I take it with me. I've recorded episodes in different countries while I travel. And it's just worked for me. I'm not saying it works for everybody, but it's kept my life really simple. And that was something I just didn't want to complicate it. I wanted to keep it really, really simple. And so that's how I just jumped into it. Mm -hmm. Keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Absolutely. So from that time, did you, were you able to release episodes consistently from the start? Because you, you mentioned you didn't have the first few episodes recorded. You just basically started with a plan, but not that much more than that. So were you able to stay consistent or did you also have to take breaks here and there because you couldn't keep up? So I will say I remained consistent. I was very determined to always put out an episode every single Friday. The only time I didn't was there were twice in my break-in seasons where I took breaks. But I literally told <laughs> my audience, I'm taking the next two weeks. I'm working on season two for you, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And then last summer I took a break and I saw a, a dip in my downloads and I didn't like that. I didn't like that feeling. So honestly, since last summer, I haven't taken a break. I have put out an episode every single Friday consistently because I want to share something with my audience. And sometimes that may just be an update on what, where I am in my life and in my business. Sometimes it's an interview One thing I did change is I started batching my interviews. So typically I have some already, you know, I have four or five already recorded and then I can just go in and edit. I hired an editor to help me with that type of thing. 
So those little tweaks that I've made along the way has helped me be able to be consistent. But initially out the gate, I'm like, I'm going to talk to you every Friday, whether you like it or not. So, you know, I can't say all of the episodes were great quality or great content, but some days it was just me teaching because I really like to teach people about business, just the basics. So I had I would have days where it was just called business masterclass. And we may just talk about different financial statements, but I wanted to talk to you in some way every single week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The value of staying consistent. I, I didn't know about, I mean, everyone always says, oh yeah, you should definitely be consistent and consistency is key and blah, blah, blah. Like we all hear it. But I also, I, I did that with one podcast and not with another podcast. So with the podcast babes, we have seasons, of course, which is also, which has a lot of benefits. Like it is great, but with my other podcast, I definitely see more growth just from showing up every single week. So I think that sounds like that is also one of your strategies to grow the podcast is just to keep showing up. Even if maybe like the episode, you said maybe not all the content is great, but you were there, you showed up, you told a story or you taught something and that is also very valuable yeah and I also find that the episodes that I think aren't great are actually ones that I get feedback on like those are the ones that someone mm -hmm. will message me or like the other day I did an episode and I mean I put it out there and it wasn't I mean I didn't think it was horrible or anything but I just didn't know I would get a message from someone on Instagram saying hey I've already contacted this person thank you so much for this episode. And I was just like, whoa, you know, so you never know what's going to hit certain people. So that's the, I think that's the reason to also be consistent is because you just never know what will resonate with your, it may be one or two people in your audience that's like, yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear today, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I also think that you need a lot of data before you can actually know what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. And when you have an episode here and there, or you only have one episode per month, maybe, it's really difficult to draw any conclusions from looking at download numbers or stats or whatever. But if you show up every week and yeah, like you said, sometimes there's just these surprising things that you're like, oh, okay, I didn't really expect this episode. Like I have one episode on, on my podcast and I mean, it's, good it's a good interview I'm I'm happy with the interview but it kind of took off on its own like there are people listening to it it has like five times as many downloads as other episodes and I don't know why yeah <laughs> like there is no clear reason but apparently it just kind of resonated or maybe people started sharing it I like I said I don't know but the only way that can happen is by just showing up over and over again exactly what are some other things that you learned over the past two yeah I think two and a half two years of podcasting mm -hmm. well I think one you've already mentioned consistency and I'm seeing that everywhere you know that's and I mean if you think about it I mean we've definitely been consistent in our business we show up for our customers we deliver a quality product same with podcasting same with your social media when you're consistent people are looking for you and they'll, and you know, they'll be there for you when you're there for them. Another thing that I've learned is to have grace with myself. You know, it was funny because I recorded an episode when my husband and I and our family, we were traveling to Kenya this summer and I just wanted to record 
and share that experience with my audience. I didn't want to put out an episode that was already recorded. Like I really wanted to capture it in that moment. And my husband goes, he was like, your voice was so groggy. I mean, he wasn't like talking about it, but he was like, your voice, your audio was kind of all over the place. And so it was very raw, but I really enjoyed that. And it was just spontaneous, but also I gave myself grace in that, you know, everything's not going to always be perfect and it's okay. I think for the people who are for you and who are with you, they're going to ride with you, you know, and for those who aren't, that's okay too. There's somebody out there for you in your audience. So that's another thing that I've learned is just be graceful with myself. It's not going to be perfect. Oh, that's another one. So this one has been huge for me. I don't edit everything. You know, you kind of stumble over your words sometimes, or you may not say something just right. I don't worry about it because at the end of the day, I'm human. I'm not a robot. (laughs) So it's okay for you to see those human vulnerabilities because you can connect with me better knowing that we're both human. So that's another one. I think that is a really great tip. And we don't talk about that that much on this podcast I don't I don't know if we ever talked about this on a podcast but I think it's so important when you really want to have a connection with your audience and if you want your audience to trust you then you need to show them that you are human like you said and over editing like over editing is a thing like if you cut out every single breath and every single um it takes a lot of time to edit that but I also I personally believe that the result is not is not better. I think it's actually worse than if you leave a few things in. And yeah, sometimes you stumble over words and that's that's normal. That's probably also what resonates with people because they can connect more with you. Yeah. If you're always perfect, like if I just think when I listen to a podcast and someone is always perfect, then it feels there there feels like there's a distance. Yeah. Right. Well is that you wouldn't reach out as yeah, it's not authentic. Exactly, because we are human. We're gonna make mistakes, and it it doesn't mean that if I completely botched a sentence, I don't edit that out. But if it's mm-hmm. just me saying a word kind of wrong, or I didn't add the s to get the subject verb agreement, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a smart person, yes. but sometimes it happens because I'm talking fast. I'm trying to get a thought out, and right. it just is what it is. So that is something that I have learned quite a bit in this life. And and there's, if you look at a lot of people who are very successful, they'd put it out there, whether it's perfect or not. And part of it is yeah. just because they put themselves out there. So there's that. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. I'm, I'm just thinking like, yeah, I'm really glad that we, that we get to talk about this because like I said, we don't, we don't really talk about it that much here on the podcast. And it's also, it's progress over perfection, right? What you already mentioned. Yes. Um, so in changing the name of the podcast, mm-hmm. how was that? Was that was that easy to do or did you have to think really long about a new name? How was that new name perceived? Did you have to start marketing the podcast from, from scratch or could you just take your audience that was already there? Uh, can you talk more about how that was for you? Sure. So the name of the podcast, Become Your Own Boss, was a name of something else that I had. I have a course that I actually haven't launched yet, but it's something that I've created and it's called Become Your Own Boss because at one point I worked in corporate America and I've always known 
I wanted to have my own business since I was probably in eighth grade or something. And so for me, I want to help other people do that. So I ended up with a, a course that, like I said, I haven't launched it yet, but then I also have a planner that I created by the same name. And it was almost just like a natural transition. I did have a friend of mine help me with some of the marketing elements of it because I wanted it to make sense transitioning from one to the other, you know, just changing the IG name because I didn't want to lose all of my followers on that understitch for success. Mm -hmm. And I still will sometimes post things like I'll post things that I'm working on because it is part of my business, but I wanted it to be more authentic to me. Stitched for success with some was something my husband and I came up with some years ago. It wasn't even going to be a podcast. It was going to be something else. And I just kind of jumped on that name, not really thinking it through. But the more times I talked about kind of what I wanted to do, who I want to help, those people who are early stage entrepreneurs, people who are thinking about, oh, I want a side hustle outside of my job because I'm passionate about making bracelets or candles or dresses or pants or or whatever the case may be. Or I want to help other people become better accountants by offering courses. Those are the people that I want to help really actually establish a legit business and a sustainable business. And so that's where my heart is. And I've always loved to talk about entrepreneurship. I go to colleges and talk to students. And so it's just, you know, I I had to follow my heart with the name and that's why I changed it. I didn't find it to be really difficult, but I do feel more resonant, resonating with it. I resonate with it, the new name better, feels more Mm -hmm. genuine to me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's also strategic. Like you said, there is, there is a plan around the podcast also. Yes. So was there was also, so if I look at my own podcast journey, there's always these surprising things that happened because I have a podcast that I never expected. Like this was not planned or I, that I was like, okay, let's start a podcast so that this can happen. How was that for you? Were there any surprises, uh, like positive surprises along the way since starting the podcast? Yeah, you know, I think my biggest surprise was the fact that I had someone reach out to me and ask me to do a podcast workshop for a group of students. I mean, older people out out of school, but it was a program that they had. And they reached out to me and asked me, and I was like, sure, I'll do it. And I've done that presentation twice now. And it's, I don't know, I, I just felt like I was, I was wondering, like, why did they ask me? Because I don't have this, like, down 100%. But this gentleman, he said he really enjoyed my podcast, and he wanted me to talk to other people about starting a podcast. So that was very surprising, very surprising. And and I also find that when people, like, I have little business cards for the podcast at my office. And so when clients come in there and they see that I have a podcast. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm going to listen. Now, how many of them do? I'm not sure. But it's kind of neat because it just gives you another level of legitimacy in that mm-hmm. in that area, in that arena. So mm-hmm. that's fun. Right. It's not even about how many people listen, but just that it's there, mm-hmm. that the podcast exists is sometimes already enough to, yeah, like you said, to give that next level 
a next level of legitimacy to make your it's, it's also part of a business card maybe the whole podcast i mean yeah so that's really cool yeah that's very cool is there anything exciting coming up on the podcast or are you working on any changes or any exciting episodes that we really have to tune into well, so the fifth season will be starting here soon. I'm very excited because my vacation this summer was with a group of entrepreneurs. So a lot of them I've already tapped and I'm like, hey, I want you to be on the podcast. And so many of them are like, yes, I'd love to do that. And I'm excited about that because all of these entrepreneurs have made them seven figures in their business. And though... Someone may just be getting started. Even they had to start. So to yeah. start and know that you are capable of going from zero to six figures and then zero to seven figures is exciting to me. And I just want to show people those possibilities and how their businesses can grow. And I'm talking about everything from coaching to a sunglass company to recruiting. I mean, it's just amazing. The variety of companies. So I'm very, very excited about that. And then if you don't mind, I will just share with you my Become Your Own Boss Planner that I launched last year. I'm going to start back working on that towards the end of the year. I have courses around it or not really courses. It's free. It's like a workshop to help you visualize and come up with your goals and honestly, just how to live your life intentionally, how you want to live it truly be the boss of your own life, not necessarily with business, but with the entirety of your life, your fitness, your relationships, being really intentional around those things so that you feel like a better person. You feel like a whole person and like truly the boss of your life. So those are the types of things that I have going on. And then I also have a new business I started with two people I met on Clubhouse. And it wasn't like we just met on Clubhouse and we're like, yeah, let's start a business together. <laughs> we've actually like hung out and we're on the same page. We've, we've been running a Clubhouse room on social media now for over a year and a half. And so we have a company called Trifecta Group Coaching that I'm really excited about. Um, and that's coming out soon, um, our program for that. And it's really around helping you build your business like business strategy, marketing strategy, social media strategy, all encompassed in one thing. And it's all talking together. So instead of having different coaches for these different things, we are all in alignment. And so you're, you're having these three coaches in one place and they all, we all understand your entirety of your business and not just, you know, kind of segment it. So very excited about that. But, you know, I get excited about business anyway like my thing that's my jam <laughs> so passion mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> awesome but that's really exciting Lot, lots of new things coming and also uh the workshops or how do you call it for the for the planners uh that also sounds really really interesting like what you said it's it's more than just business but it's really like how you want to live your life i think that's really interesting so we'll make sure to add all the links to the show notes if you want to check that out where else can people find you online monica so the best place to go, two places. I have a website, monicaallen.com. Very simple. There are two A's. So Monica Allen, A-L-L-E-N. And then Instagram at Become Your Own Boss Podcast is uh, my IG. And I spend a lot of time on there. I love posting inspiration to help you get through your day. I love posting business tips uh, just around 
everything from your finances to your just operations, team members, all of the things that we have to deal with as business owners, because there's so many hats that we have to wear, especially small business owners. We wear a lot of hats and we really don't have a choice because we don't have a lot of money to have all of these different people fulfilling all these different roles. So how can we be better at doing those things? And that's the goal around the IG page. Awesome. Okay, we'll make sure to add all the links to the show notes, also to Instagram, to Monica's website. And we will also add a link to the podcast, Become Your Own Boss, so that you can also check that one out. Yeah, listen to one of Monica's episodes after you listen to this one. There is also an episode with me. (laughs) Yes, that will be coming out (laughs) very soon in season five. So I'm very excited about that. Can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, cool. So if you want to stay in the podcast bubble and uh, learn more about podcasting, then listen to that episode, I would say. And then uh, binge the rest of Monica's podcast. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's also a good idea. Monica, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great hearing about your podcast journey so far and what you've learned, surprising things that happened, how you started. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Well, and thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. All right, that's it for today. Do you want to know more of my podcast monetization and growth tips? I share my best tips with my email list. So click the link in the show notes to receive our weekly value-packed podcast newsletter. I'll see you there. Hey, podcast babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.